I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Want a weekly roundup of the best CBC Radio programming? Subscribe to the CBC Radio 1 newsletter. Get a digest of the week's top stories. Read in-depth articles. Listen to interviews and documentaries. And get the lowdown on upcoming stories from CBC Radio 1 that you need to hear. To subscribe, go to cbc.ca slash radio and look for the subscribe button. The CBC Radio 1 newsletter. Be informed. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome to Play Me. We are back with part two of Between Breaths by Governor General award-winning writer Robert Chafe. If you haven't yet listened to part one, you can do so by going to our feed in Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please don't forget to rate and review us. It helps us bring theatre to even more listeners. In part one of Between Breaths, we met Dr. John Lean, the whale man of Newfoundland. We learn about his legacy as a conservationist who saved over 500 whales from fishing nets, who is now wheelchair-bound and unable to speak due to a devastating illness. His wife Judy and right-hand man Wayne visit him in his final days as he hovers between life and death. His mind travels back to a time when he first realizes that his brain and body are failing him, preventing him from continuing his life's work. This is part two of Between Breaths by Robert Chafe. That lovely Wayne? Storm petrels down a middle on island. Sound quality's gorgeous, isn't it? I recorded that back in 76. It's hard to believe. Listen to the motor of it. Listen, it's like a little engine. Hardly sounds like a bird at all. What are you doing? I just going through some old sound files, making copies on disc. I forgot I had some of these recordings. Lord knows what else is on there. You can keep the computer. I'm done with it. Done with it? Yeah, I'm done with this, the computer, the office. I'll still be acting in an advisory role, of course. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Advisory? I will advise? Do media and the like. You started this, John. Yes, well? well you, you can't seriously expect me to take this all on. Well, and let you tarnish my good name? God, no. Like I said, I will advise. I didn't start this, well, John. <laughs> the, the Whale Research Group. I don't know how to... You don't know. How long you been at this job? Clearly I had a shitty teacher. Yeah. You're quitting. Quitting. It's harsh. Retiring, taking up knitting, whatever it is you got in your mind to do. You started this, job. I'm a starter, Wayne. Oh, here we go. I'm a starter. If I was meant to finish every single thing I started, I'd never be done. I'd be all mask and snorkel and adult diapers. John! You're surprising me. The university is happy to see the back end of me. I really thought that you'd be the same. 
I give it a week. You'll be home on your arse for one week. You want the computer or not? John! It's a little out of date, but I'm sure there's still some life left in it. Do you even hear me? You will be home sitting on that couch for a week. I give it a week and you'll be back. Look, I got a family and a farm. A family farm and a wife that's worked that farm too many hours alone these past few years. I'm adjusting my priorities. Advocacy, conservation, letting some of this other stuff, well, you know. Everyone I comes across out there asks me about you. Me there, tits down in the ice water, doing the dirty work, and they're all, how's John doing? How's John? Even now. Well, that's how you get to be revered in retirement. You choose an asshole as your replacement. A week. One week. They don't want me to drive anymore. As of right now, I can't drive. Doctor's orders. So, that slows things down, that grinds things to a halt, doesn't it? John. And your teacher wasn't that shitty, surely. A few years back, you sent me down to Lawn. This humpback washed up on the beach there, remember? Me (laughs) and these two new students. And we get down there, and of course, we are completely outclassed by this whale. She was big, and... She was alive, and the ocean was 30 feet away, low tide, and we had no equipment to get her off. <laughs> it was a beautiful day, too. Like 30 degrees, and this whale is just sitting on the beach, just baking, right? I had no idea what to do. And I was cursing you then, too. <laughs> and then I heard this dirt bike coming up the road, coming up the beach. I never told you this. I heard this dirt bike coming up the beach, and I look up, and I see this big bearded fella get off the bike, and I said, geez. That's that fella that was at that public meeting there earlier in the year. Remember that fella? Big guy with the big beard, arms on him like tree trunks. You had that public meeting to talk about the whales and the nets. And he he really gave us a hard time. I remember. Yeah, he kept interrupting, talking over us, saying, damn it, we should be shooting all them whales. What's the good of them? You can't sell them and all of this. Here he was, months later, on that beach in Lawn. And he comes around, and he looks down on a beach whale laying there, and I waits for it, him looking, and I waits for him to say, just shoot the bastard. But he says, he says, sin by, that is. And I said, yeah. And he shakes his head and he tut-tuts and no more than that, he hops on his bike and takes off down the beach again. And about 15 minutes later, I hear that bike coming back up the beach. Lord God, old man, he says, get these blankets on her, these old blankets he had, and some not so old, this lovely quilt his grandmother made. And I stole that pump from the firehouse, he said. We'll get some water on her now, hold her on until the tide turns to take her back. You got a way of turning people around, John Lean. What am I supposed to do with it all, hey? What am I gonna do? Ah, come up to the farm for dinner. It's been ages. This is real nice, you telling me all this. The very day you come in here to clear out. Well, if you're gonna sin, sin boldly. Seriously, come up for dinner. You cooking? Probably. I'll pass. Yeah, suit yourself. Leave all this stuff. Let me go through I got it. Leave it, I said. It'll take five minutes. Leave it. All right. Jesus. I... 
I'll pack up what's yours and I'll drop it up to you. I'll even eat your fucking dinner. <laughs> John. Well, dynamic little things, listen. Hardy, too. Size your hand and they barely touch land. They're made for life, you know that? No, no dizziness, no headache, nothing. They checked me out for concussion, they gave me the all clear. That was last year, right after the traffic accident, and he was fine, well, he, he seemed fine then, but I can't They help- gave me the all clear, no concussion. I don't know why I'm even in this office. No, no vision problems, no numbness, no tingling, nothing like that, nothing. There's something wrong with him, I know Judy, it. He's walking differently. What's that supposed to mean? You do, I don't know how you move your arms or something. How I move my arms? <laughs> I love my wife very much. Darling. No, this visit was not my idea. Is it related to the accident, Is I what mean? related? I'm fine. Oh, it must be possible there's some, some kind of a concussion. Oh. They just didn't catch. Well, a heart attack, but that was years ago. Only ten years ago, and a collapsed lung. Yeah, fifteen years ago, but that was only because I was shot. <laughs> he took some buckshot in his chest as Scar a boy. Scar tissue never did go away and completely. Then, yeah, when he was taken overboard that time. Yeah, stupid accident. Uh, a bait hook in Australia, a bait hook. Through uh... his hand, right <laughs> through his hand, and took him right <laughs> overboard. And then, of course, he decides he's going to cut himself free mm. and make the two-mile swim to shore. And it was he... the strain of the swimming, they say, that collapsed along. He was lucky then, too, because that was Australia, and there are sharks in that water. What are you writing there? What can that possibly have to do with anything? Tell the doctor about the accident. What about it? It was just a traffic accident. Oh, he lost his patience. I was fine. The ER doctor, he said I was fine. You were lucky. Well, that's what people say, right? That's the first thing people say? You're lucky? You were. Yeah, I didn't feel lucky. I rode off my truck... Day in the emergency department, a week off work, didn't feel very lucky to me. He was driving a load of roasters uh, to, yes, the... to the abattoir. Uh, we got a farm. And he was driving back home, and there was some construction. Well, this kid, he had people coming and going. People were jammed up. Traffic was jammed up both ways, and people were getting pissed off. He lost his patience. Well, this kid, he was directing traffic. He's one of the kids with the vests, and he didn't know what he was doing, and everybody was getting pissed off. There was a stone slinger. Yes, there was a big stone slinger truck on my side of the road facing me and it looked abandoned like all these other things there so I went to drive around there. No, because you couldn't have waited, could you? You had to go right then and there. You lost your patience and you were No, I didn't. I didn't lose my patience. I was just trying to get through. I was just trying to go around and when I did he swung the boom out. The guy he didn't see me and the boom of the stone slinger, it hits me. It hits my truck. It comes into the windshield and I'm thrown all the way down and I hit the dash or or, 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 or something. I hit something. There's a crunch and a crash and now the cab of the truck is gone and I can see the sky and... <sighs> There's something in my mouth. I have gravel in my mouth. How can I have gravel in my mouth? 
I'm facing up. I'm 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 still in my seat, and I I can't get the seatbelt off. I can't get the seatbelt off. Oh Jesus! There's blood on my head, running down my head, and I'm working the seatbelt. I'm working the seatbelt, and I I, I I can't get the door. I can't get the bloody door open. I can't breathe. There's dirt in my mouth, and I can't breathe. And and nothing works. Nothing works anymore. Do they see me in here? Do you even know that I'm in here? (laughs) This animal, this animal could once throw itself clear out of the water. 40 tons of muscle fat and bone launched like a rocket, a breach. And no one's entirely sure why they do it. Some speculate that it's to find relief from the barnacles that are burrowing into their skin. Others think that it's merely play, fun. Now, after having seen it more than once after a successful net release, I might be tempted to say it's nothing if not joy. Of such power, one would expect it to go unchallenged. But the tiniest thing sometimes, knotted rope, twisted and turned the color of dark water, meant to hide in that water, catch things much smaller, things much easier to catch. By the time we found this humpback, he was good and tangled, dead and smelly, So we cut him loose, dragged him back to shore, buried him beneath the beach, let nature take its course. The sand and whatever lives there, cleaning these bones white. We call him Humpty. Humpty Dumpty. (laughs) Hey, see those big pectorals? This animal will fight at first, and first caught it will try to go back. With those big pectorals, they can move backwards. Oh yes, they can actually swim backwards. But once they're already snarled in a net, that won't do them much good. The harder they fight to go back, the deeper entangled they become. Uh, Chapters uh, 8 and 12 for Monday, please. Well, the last I checked, the enrollment was hardly an issue. In fact, my classes, my classes have been full for as long as I've taught them. And I have more grad placement requests than the rest of the department combined. So if you're getting complaints from the students... uh, mm, That's my wife. Sorry, I meant to have that turned off. Well, it's turned off for class, usually. And so I've missed a few classes. Who hasn't? And they were all covered. Look, am I being disciplined here? Because I have a CBC interview this Friday, and it would be good to know my status with this department in case they should ask. I really should respond to this. John, a man called about some shipment from Waterloo. Did it arrive? He called and said that they are on their way. You were there for a conference. What did you do? We're going to need a bigger burn. A bigger... John. Oh, that's Wayne. What exactly is this shipment? Goats. Humpback up in Jackson's arm. Hell of a hike. How's she doing? Tangle less than 24 hours. Northeasterly though, and she's drifted near shore. Taking a pound and in the surf. According to what Buddy's saying. All right, let's get on the road by noon. I'll pack us a lunch. Please don't... You want me to drive? Now, why would I want that? Those shipping crates for the goats. Your handiwork, I yeah. assume. Where did you find the time? Well, the conference was uninspired. How do you propose you tell the university? <laughs> Beats me. Uh, you know, we really should go organic. It's a bit harder on the back. Do people but... even do that Well, here? someone's got to start, right? 
Oh, that's the dean's office oh, again. Oh, you don't stop, darling. Sit down, talk to me. No, I've never felt better. I'm not overextended. No, there's no need for any leave time. Honestly, it's like you people, you, you, you want to give away sick days. It's like you want me to catch a flu. Here, sneeze on me, I'm fine. Baron wants a motorcycle. Absolutely not. This whale is beached and alive. What the hell are we supposed to do? Figure it out, that's what I would do. You're back. I didn't expect you in town till dinner. Yeah, I wanted to get a sample heart back to the lab. I lost my credit card. When is the last time you used it? I cut a sternopericardial ligament. Well, I'll try to explain for your listeners at home without the benefit of uh, visual corroboration, but uh, the animal does, believe it or not, settle into what appears to be a state of relaxation. Now, we do pull rather aggressively at first, and as needs be, on the ropes attached to that net, applying pressure to the wound sites to get her to cooperate and stay near the surface. I'm back down to Virgil. Are the kids up? Can you get OJ up to feed the chickens? OJ has rugby practice. Really? It's snowing. That's Wayne. You said you'd drive him into practice. Sure, tell him I'm leaving. What are you after saying to the dean? OJ, your father's leaving. A nasty fucker on the phone threatening to pull the funding. No, 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 you will not pull my funding. No, not with research partnerships on three continents and a publication roster that would make your head spin. John, a woman called from the, the Protected Areas Association. Yeah, I might be a little late for dinner tonight. Should I even ask? It's a thing I started. A thing. Funding reinstated. What did you do? I have a stack of applications back in my office taller than you. No, 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 you listen. I have a stack of applications, and I'm not egotistical enough to think that it's my companionship that they are all after. I have that stack of applications because this, this thing that we're doing, this is about the size of things. No, listen to me. Listen. The size of things, all right? Big things and being small by comparison. And what drives these kids, the ones that apply, the ones that stick it out, I see it again and again. What drives them is disbelief. Disbelief, yes, that, 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 that something this big, something that lives this big, you would expect it to meet its end from nothing but old age. And it's incomprehensible, really, and, and, and unbelievable and wrong that it can be taken down by something so, so, so... Excuse me, I'm needed. We should back off now. We should back off. Hold, keep her in close. We should back off now. <laughs> Your first time in a Zodiac. When you called and said show up on Tuesday, I thought it was just for a job interview. Oh, your first time. I get why you'd be nervous. I wore a fucking tie, John. <laughs> hey, this is your first time, but it's not mine, okay? Bloody fool. Bloody, bloody fool. She's caught into the mouth. Bring me up front. He wants to get closer to the mouth. Bring us up. on. Uh, and, uh, hand me that knife. You knows what you're doing, right? Sure. <sighs> he got his head under. Yes, of course he knows what he's... Ah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus oh, Christ. Ah, ah, she's uh, trying to die. Uh, Bring me closer. 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 She's right underneath us. She's going to take us oh, over. Oh, we're okay. Here, hold this. She's going to take us over. Bring me closer and hold this rope. Ah, uh, fuck this. We're all right. No, we're not. You're a fucking maniac. We're okay. Look at me. Look at me. Calm down. Calm down. It's fine. I'm smiling. 
<laughs> All right, I got you. I got you. All right, let me show you a little trick. Grab a hold of this rope and pull it tight. On. Now, between breaths, she'll try to dive deep, but we gotta keep her up, okay? So, so pull it tight and 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 bring me in closer. Pull it tight, he says. Yeah, sure, I'll pull it tight. This rope attached directly to a beast the fucking size of me house. Uh, hands cold, can't catch a breath. But far be it for me to complain when you got your own head fully down in it, eh, John? What am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? Whoa! What's he? It's gone slack. What's... What did you do? She's after coming right down. Yeah, she got a good look at me. Knows we're here to help. What, did you hypnotize her, you crazy Good old... chance of saving your neck! I've never seen an animal do that before. In my 30 years on the water, I've never seen an animal... Oh! <laughs> All right, she looks to be pretty clear here. Let's get back and look at those pectorals. Come on, Wayne, take me back! Yes, yeah, sure. Is that good? That far enough back, you hear me? Uh, of course you don't. Ah, take me further back. Uh, aim for her, uh, dorsal fin there. You see it? Dorsal fin? Where's it? Oh, no, you don't. I hear it, Mother of Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on! All right, that's one pectoral free. She's still good in tangled hair. Closer. You want to ease off? Take a break? I'm after pulling something. Keep her in. Keep her in close. Jesus, boy, you're turning blue yourself. You got to take... Keep her in. It's still twisted under this left pectoral. I'm just saying you should take a break, boy. Look at you. And hand me another knife. That one is useless. Jesus Christ, John. Don't just toss the knife around. It's a blow-up. It's an inflatable boat. Inflatable! At that it, she's clear. You got a death wish, old man. Yeah, she's clear. She's not even moving, John. If she's so clear, why ain't she moving? Oh, give her a minute, then give her a smack. Yeah, she's clear. She's not even moving, John. Here, drag the net in. Son of a bitch. Here, grab a hold and drag. You fucking crazy, son of a bitch. Wayne, we're not done yet. Pull. Not much of a catch left by the weight of it. Had to make a pretty big slice to get it off that pectoral. That might be a mess, but still salvageable, right? That's what counts. Oh, yeah, your net'll be fine. Bit of damage, but nothing major. Who the Jesus knit you? Ah, there she goes. See? Just now realizing her luck. Swimming free. There she goes. So, you want the job or not? Fuck no. I'll pick you up tomorrow. That was part two of Between Breaths by Robert Schaefe. The next installment is available now on PlayMe. The original theatrical production was directed by Jillian Kiley. The music was composed by The Once. The original sound design for Between Breaths was by Brian Kenny. The play featured Steve O'Connell, Bernie Stapleton, and Daryl Hopkins. Music and vocals were performed by Brianna Goss, Steve Maloney, and Kevin Woolridge. The musical director was Kelly Walsh. Between Breaths premiered July 19, 2018, as a production by Artistic Fraud of Newfoundland at the LSPU Hall in St. John's. It was developed with the assistance of the 2015 Banff Playwrights Lab. 
a partnership between the Banff Centre for the Arts and Creativity and the Canada Council for the Arts. Thank you to Mara Badovskis for the help with the recording. Additional sound design and mixing of this episode was by Chris Tolley. We'd love to hear what you think of our show. You can email us at playme at cbc.ca. And please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes to help get the word out about our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Expect Theatre and on Instagram at Play Me Podcast. Special thanks to our CBC producers, Fabiola Melendez-Carletti, Cecil Fernandez, and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is Arif Narani. The senior director of audio innovation is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley. The associate producer is Pippa Johnstone. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is produced by Expec Theatre in partnership with CBC Podcasts. For more information on our plays and artists, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.